this is Kate Magic and you're listening to the Raw Living Podcast. Raw Living is Europe's leading raw foods and superfood supplier and I founded the company back in 2002. In this interview series, I'm talking to some of the people behind the brands that we offer on our shop to find out what exactly is the ethos behind the company. Not just the ingredients that they use and the processes that they use to create the end results, but I'm asking them other questions like how do they show respect for the environment, how do they treat their workers and their relationship to the farmers who grow the crops. All the companies that we work with are putting huge amounts of dedication and commitment into creating products that are benefiting not just you, but also the whole ecosystem, the planet, the people. And with this series, I'm hoping to show insights into that. When you're shopping with these companies, you're really not just investing in your health, you're truly investing in a better world for us all. My guest today is Tristan Swanick, who, along with his brother, founded Swanick Blue Light Blocking Glasses. They're the premier blue light blocking glasses in the world. Hi, Tristan. Thank you so much for joining me today. Hi, Kate. Uh, thank you so much for having me on. It's, it's an honour. It's, uh, yeah, really going to be interesting to learn a little bit more about you and your work. So do you want to tell us, first of all, how you came to start the company? Yeah, sure. Well, it all started back uh, in 2014. Uh, my brother, James, and I uh, would always been interested in health and fitness. And we've always been looking for ways to optimize our own personal performance. One issue that we always seemed to struggle with was sleep. So we tried all sorts of things like sleeping pills and, and other herbal remedies and everything in between, but we never really had much luck. Um, so the aha moment came when we first started hearing about how light from digital devices and electronic light in general negatively impacts sleep. Um, so at that time, we started getting involved in, in the biohacking community and that DIY ethos and our own background as journalists led us down the path of researching and experimenting with ways to, to mitigate those negative aspects of blue light. Um, now, of course, you can try to avoid uh, using devices at night, but that's pretty hard to do. Uh, even if you have enough self-discipline to do that, it doesn't necessarily mitigate home lighting, which is also very rich in blue light. So that's when we started experimenting uh, with using orange tinted glasses. And that was a bit of an aha moment because you could immediately tell that not only were you getting a very calming effect out of them, but you also started noticing benefits for sleep as well. Um, the only problem then was that nobody was actually making these glasses that were designed for this use. You know, there were ski goggles out there and there were people were using safety glasses that just happened to have an orange lens, but quite frankly, they made you look ridiculous and they weren't comfortable and they certainly weren't optimized to filter out the correct wavelengths of light that's been shown to, dis to disrupt sleep. So we decided that we might as well go about doing it ourselves and that's how we got started so yeah that's that was seems like a long time ago now but uh, <laughs> that's that's how it that's how we got started so can we start with the like real basics can you tell us what blue light is and why it's not so great for us yeah sure so look really blue light um 
you know, there's the most important thing to realize is there's natural blue light and the natural blue light effectively comes from the sun. Now that's completely healthy. Certainly you don't want to get too much of it because you can get burnt. And if you look at it, the sun directly, obviously you can damage, you know, your, your eyes. The trouble is that there's now this, all of this artificial blue light in the world. And that comes in the form of, you know, the, the digital devices that we're using to record this podcast. Um, it's your iPhone, it's your TV, it's even the, the, the lighting in your own home. All of these uh, energy efficient light, light, light bulbs that we have now, I mean, they're very great. They're great because they conserve a lot of energy, but they also happen to be very strong in the blue wavelengths of light. So really, when you think about light, there is a light spectrum and there's a certain, there's certain wavelengths in there. And when we say blue light, it's generally from around about 400 nanometers to 500 nanometers. Um, and the problem with this blue light is that when we expose ourselves to it in the evening, what it's doing is it's sending a signal to our body saying it's still daytime. And that means that the body is not secreting a sleep-promoting hormone called melatonin. That is the hormone that is meant to give your body the everything that it needs to start winding down for sleep. So back in the day before there was like electronic lighting, humans, we used to, or our day was actually very much based around the the daytime, the day and the night. When the sun came up, we got up, we went out and we worked. When the sun went down, we generally finished up our day. You know, we might have had uh, campfires or, or candles, something like that. But then, you know, we would have dinner and pretty soon after that, we would go to sleep. The trouble is that now since electronic lighting has come on board, we've extended the daytime right up until 24 hours, which means that humans just aren't evolved to constantly be awake and to constantly be um, exposed to blue light. So that is, the, that is the explanation with blue light. The simple explanation is that if you look at your electronic devices at nighttime, um, it is gonna be detrimental to your sleep. So you've got two types of glasses, day glasses and night glasses. Can you yep. explain to us the difference and when would we want to wear the day ones and how long yep. do we want to wear the night ones for? Certainly can. Um, so our uh, night glasses, they're the ones that we first released. Now they block 99% of the blue light between 400 and 500 nanometers and around about 80% of green light from 400 to 550 nanometers. Now you might've heard people out there who have heard about this concept before. Blue light is the, the main uh, wavelength that is going to be disruptive to your sleep. They also think there is a lot of evidence to suggest that a little bit of green light is, uh, I suppose, a little bit of green light is also uh, a bit of a problem as well. So our glasses, our night swannies, they'll block over 99% of that light, which is shown to disrupt sleep. Thing is, if you wear them during the day, it's not really appropriate because during the day, as we mentioned before, blue light is not necessarily a bad thing. In fact, blue light is what gives your body cues that it's daytime and you start 
releasing all of these good things like adrenaline and endorphins and things like that, which actually give your body everything it needs to be able to work and perform at its best. So we realized that we needed a solution for the daytime because even though blue light is actually quite beneficial during the day, when you're sitting at a computer and you're bombarding your eyes with that blue light, it causes things such as uh, eye strain, headaches, and even adrenal fatigue because that light is very, very intensive and it's just too much uh, for the human body to cope with. So we have our night swannies, which you wear about two hours before you go to bed. That will help you get to sleep. And then during the day, when you're looking at your digital devices, you can put on your day swannies. They have more of a clear lens and they're filtering out the blue light, which causes eye strain and other problems, but it's still letting in uh, the, the rest of the, the, you know, the safe blue light. So you wear them all the time when you're in front of a device in the day? Yeah, 100%. So if I'm in front of my computer, um, you know, I'm wearing them right now. Um, and certainly if I'm working uh, in front of my computer, I will definitely have them on. And you, you just, you can just tell that your eyes don't get quite as sore. Um, and you, I just feel that I can actually work a little bit longer and I can work with a little bit more clarity, uh, mm -hmm. because not really being, having your senses assaulted by that strong blue light. Mm -hmm. So I've got prescription glasses and when I bought them, I just had to pay five pounds <laughs> to, to say they had a blue light filtering. Can you yeah. tell us the difference between your glasses and, you know, other, other options that are out there? Sure. Well, I suppose <laughs> quite easily, the, the, the most simple explanation is that our glasses actually work, whereas I find it, uh, you know, I mean, I don't really know what... Uh, what that you're actually paying for, but we actually were involved in a, a study at the University of Arizona, which showed that they, they studied about 50 pairs of so-called blue light blocking glasses on the market. And the vast majority of them did not filter uh, the, the wavelengths of light that you need to, to actually give sleep benefits. That same study found that we were one of the top performers. Uh, we've also been studied by the University of Washington, the uh, Indiana University, and uh, that some of those studies have actually been reported on in the Harvard Business Review, uh, because uh, there's been studies which shows that people who wore our glasses, not only did they get a host of sleep benefits, but they also performed better the next day. So... Um, yeah, really, that's the, the difference is that we've put in the work in the, the science and the research and development, whereas I think that in recent years, when while blue light has become, I suppose, more of a, a known thing and it's become quite, uh, I suppose, yeah, it's become part of the popular culture. There's been a lot of uh, uh, unethical types who have come in and tried to cash in on it. Mm -hmm. Brilliant. That's been really interesting. Is there anything else you want to share with us before you go? Um, just, I suppose, just touch on uh, the, the other thing that uh, I'd like to, to say is that, you know, we, we do believe in trying to uh, live up to high standards of social justice and sustainability with our company. Now, I, our eyewear is made from cellulose acetate, which is a material derived from cotton fibres and wood pulp. 
and that's a, a natural alternative to, to petroleum-based plastics. We're always trying to use as much recycled material as possible. Uh, we handle our own returns, which cuts down on, on emissions and avoids unavoidable waste. Um, and the other thing that we're quite proud to, to do is to be um, uh, part of a program called carbonfund.org, which allows us to calculate, uh, reduce and offset our carbon footprint. Because while uh, this, you know, the, the days of uh, e-commerce and having all of these packages delivered to your home several times a day is great for convenience, it does actually cause a lot of create a lot of emissions so that's one thing that uh, we're quite proud of is that we do our our best to try to offset our, our uh, emissions as much as possible amazing tristan thank you so much it's been really interesting to talk to you thanks so much for having me on kate Thank you for listening. You can check out the products we've been talking about by visiting Raw Living, rawliving.co.uk. And if you haven't got an account already, then do sign up. You get £5 off your first order. And also please do like, subscribe and share this podcast. It really does help.